Narrative. Vision. Film. Cinematography. Storytelling. Music. Digital media. Scarlet Media. You're listening to 50mm, a Scarlet Media lens. Join us as we discuss our perspectives on digital media, filmmaking, and storytelling that inspires us. We're back for season two of 50mm, a Scarlet Media Lens. The fall semester has started and we're back on the air with some more great topics, fun guests, and lively discussions in store for you. This September finds us starting our first fully remote semester's undergrads, so we're starting off the season with a back-to-school episode. We're talking about what the first few weeks of school have been like and our expectations, anxieties, and hopes for the rest of the year. We also take a moment to reminisce and laugh about our first weeks working for Scarlet Media and some of the fun teaching moments that came along with them. Thanks for joining us for season two, and let's jump right in and find out how Scarlet Media has been faring during the first few days of school. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Scarlet Media's 50mm podcast. Today, we're going to talk about back to school since it's the first week, second week of classes, and we wanted to talk about it and see where everyone's at with virtual classes, so if everyone could introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Emily. (laughs) I'm Finlay. And I'm Marissa. Um, so let's just dive right in. Um, so how's attending school over Zoom? You know, how's everyone's classes? Um, does anybody have any major differences that they've noticed between the organized fall start and when we transitioned in the spring? So I noticed that like when we transitioned in the spring, because everything was so abrupt, everyone was still trying to meet in person, like on our scheduled times and everything, because they were still trying to like keep up the normalcy almost. But now in the fall, like, Four out of my five classes are asynchronous, so that means they don't meet at any scheduled time. You just kind of do the work whatever you need to do to work. And that's kind of cool for me, but I also know it's hard for a lot of other people because it's like usually you have to make time to do your homework and everything already, but now you have to make extra time to watch lectures. And for some reason, some of my teachers are giving more work than usual, which doesn't really add up, but it's like all of a sudden time management skills used to have to be at like 75 now they have to be at 150, so that's been like a pretty major change. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of classes ended up being asynchronous, which could be bad for some people, but um, do you think that that makes it easier or harder to have classes? Um, I think kind of with the circumstances of everything right now, easier, just because, you know, not everyone has a stable internet connection all the time, or like a lot of stuff just happens randomly when you're at home got family members with you who sometimes like to sing and do a bunch of other stuff while classes are going on so I think kind of doing it at your own pace works out for most people um I just also know like it comes with its caveat still but I do think it's kind of the way to go with everything going on yeah and it's definitely less stress with spreading the virus what about you Emily how are your classes going Well, for the most part, I have all synchronous classes. So um, for me, I think that's really good because I'm so used to um, being on campus and like running from class to class. Like I'm used to being able to um, be more interactive in my classes. So I feel like having asynchronous classes wouldn't be good for me. I feel like I would just kind of fall behind with them. So I like being able to to kind of have like a set time where we, we get to meet and have the lectures. So I can still kind of feel like it's like a normal school day. Like I still have classes to go to instead of just being like, oh, I could do that tomorrow. I feel like it's just easier for me. 
Yeah, definitely. And is it easier without a commute to be able to get more stuff done? Yeah, definitely, because I have everything in one place now, so I don't have to worry too much about, um, like, usually I have to worry about, like, oh, do I have money for parking meters? Do I, am I going to get a spot? I would have to wake up probably, like, an hour before class just to get a spot, because there would be so many other commuters where the buildings are, so it just feels so much easier to not have to stress about traffic, parking, money, all that. Yeah, definitely. And what about you, Finley? How are your classes? Well, I noticed people are setting up a lot more, like, boundaries in terms of time management um like one of my teachers she was like I'm going to only have class for an hour and a half like on zoom and the other hour and a half will be spent like doing work out like but not on zoom so I really appreciate like from last semester like some teachers were doing like a zoom for three hours straight which was like painful and like exhausting but I've noticed a lot more um teachers are now like breaking up the class which is good And does that help make it less overwhelming? Because I know the spring was very overwhelming when we got switched. Definitely. I I think one thing people realize in between then and now is that, like, yes, Zoom can be used for class, but it can't replace, like, what it's like to work in a classroom live. So you have to make the adjustments necessary to keep everyone comfortable. Yeah, definitely. I do have a funny story, though. On the first day of my creative writing class... Um, my teacher was like, so what's everyone feeling like? Like, how is this Zoom class going for everyone? And this one kid goes, you know, I really don't anticipate seeing myself staying on this Zoom for all three hours. And my teacher was like, you mean you're not going to, like, you're just going to leave the class midway through? And he goes, I see myself doing that probably, yes. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's polite about it. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. I really appreciated the move. I was like, okay, I I love how you're just being upfront about how you're probably not going to go to class. <laughs> no, I had one class that has like at least 200 students in it. And some student was like, are you going to be taking attendance? He's like, there are 200 students in this class. Hell no, I'm not taking attendance. <laughs> He's like, you can be here or you don't. He's like, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> So how does everyone feel about their professors and how um, they've been prepared for it and if the syllabus has changed in any strange way? I love one of my professors, genuinely. She is awesome. She's um, from my media ethics and law class. Rachel Kremen is the professor's name. She, besides making the class like really cool, um, like her way of having us raise hands is like she has every single... She split us up into teams, and we have animal names for our teams. Like, I'm part of the crow team, and anytime I have to raise my hand, I have to call. And at first, I felt like an idiot doing it, but it was so much fun after a while. Um, and she's just really prepared, too. Like, her, she had bad internet connection the other day, so she cut class early. But she had already recorded a lecture version of the class beforehand, so we still had something to look at. So I was just like, this is awesome. This is, like, just fun time and just prepared ahead of time, too. Yeah, I, I have, like... Uh, three production classes a semester and production during quarantine is just non-existent so I feel like um, I have to like commend my professors for how they're trying to do production during um, remote learning Um, my one professor for experimental filmmaking um, Kevin he sent all his students this little box with um, it was like a um, 
a little box of all these different things that we're going to be doing in class. Like we're going to be making a flip book. He sent us um, some film reels so that we could scratch them up and um, kind of do something with the with the film. Um, so it was really nice. He was able to send everybody something so that, you know, we can still do production from home. So I thought that was really cool because we kind of didn't know what we were anticipating with remote learning and production classes. That sounds so cool. So does anybody else have any like concerns about how the semester might go for professors or just how like office hours might work or stuff like that? I think one of my biggest concerns is because I am a senior, I'm working on my senior thesis. And like Emily mentioned, there's like no production happening right now. So I'm kind of planning this huge project as if it's going to happen soon with no idea if it will be happening anytime soon. So that's like up in the air. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops over the next few months. I'm kind of curious to see how learning will go once we like start really getting into heavy stuff for certain classes. Like when people really need to start going to TAs for everything. Because usually TAs are like small godsends for some classes. Like they will just be there and help out because the professor's too busy in grading stuff. And I can only imagine what it would be like having hundreds of kids email you the night before about something while you're all online so you're at your computer for hours at a time and then the kids can't really get any help so it's I'm kind of curious to how that'll go for some classes yeah even like midterm sounds like it's gonna be a little crazy yeah exactly it's just like oof once once work starts getting really busy it's like oh okay now we'll see how this goes yeah what about you Emily I think my greatest concern would be motivation I feel like some people like like for me for example if I had all sync asynchronous classes, I probably wouldn't be able to do a lot of the work that I was given. I would either forget it or just not, you know, it wouldn't be on my mind because I'm not in the class and it's not something that I'm like actively thinking about like, oh, I need to do this. Um, I feel for some people, um, it's going to be harder for them to be able to do the work that they have if they don't, if they're not there in the class. It's, it, they don't have that motivation to to want to do anything. Um, I feel, especially for like arts majors, um, you're not there with your classmates. You don't have like the inspiration you might have from other students to be able to create the projects that you would want to make. I know that last year I had so many projects that I just kind of lost interest in and I didn't really uh, pursue them to the full extent I felt I could have. So I feel like motivation is just like that, that big concern for me this year. Yeah, definitely. I think it gets really hard, especially with asynchronous classes, to make sure that you're like actually being on top of yourself and actually doing stuff. And I know that I've been using a timer to make sure that I'm taking breaks for myself and not like overworking, but also staying on task. Yeah. Um, That's really smart. Thank you. I got an app. It's called Focus To Do. It tells you what to do when. It's great. <laughs> so in the spirit of firsts, we thought it would be a good idea to talk about our first assignments at Scarlet Media and um, how our first weeks kind of went. So does anybody want to share? So for my first production, I believe my first project would be um, like my big first, my first big, big project would be like my R.L. Stein um, project that I did where um, they basically had um, uh, an interview set up with R.L. Stein. So he would come in and they were just going to talk about like um, how he got to where he is just to, like to kind of like influence younger writers. Um, so I was like super excited about this. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be Arl Stein. <laughs> so, so we did have to like all dress up in like the polos and everything. Um, and I remember we had to go in and just create this um, scene 
that like out of this small area on Rutgers on on um I think it was Cook no College Ave on College Ave and there was like this big fireplace in like the middle of the room but there was like all these chairs and stuff so it's just me um Walker Wallace and I think Chris and we were all just like moving around this these furniture pieces and then setting up these big backdrops to kind of like have the fireplace like the center of the shot and there was this big piano against the wall and so we were like okay we got to move the piano because it's in the shot so we're like where are we going to move it and they're like let's move it in front of the fireplace like have it in the middle so (laughs) just dragging this giant piano over into the middle of the fireplace and and then we finally got everything set up and then Arl Stein comes in and we're all in like positions and I remember I was like okay I'm gonna sit right next to him right next to him with the camera (laughs) And so he was, like, super nice, and he was just talking about how, like, he basically got his start from um, being able to, like, get all these opportunities to just write whatever. He's like, it doesn't matter what it is, what genre, just write it. And then he just ended up doing horror stories, and people were like, you're really good at these, and that's how he get, had his whole franchise. And I was like, this is really cool. I really enjoyed this. And then afterward, we had to film his, like, um, whole event where he had, like, a bunch of people come in to hear about his story as well. And so we had a break where we had to have lunch. And I just remember we went in and we're like, oh my God, he's standing right there at the next table. So we had lunch with him. And I was like, this is so cool. We're having lunch with R.L. Stein. <laughs> so that was like That's a lot of awesome. fun for me. <laughs> That's so fun. That was such a I cool think day. The funniest thing, um, I was editing that lecture as my first like actual official project. So I, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Finley, I know you're itching to tell your story. I am. So I wrote it down, actually. <laughs> so because <laughs> I'm because it's it's such a it's such a tale. Um, so basically, my first week at Scarlet Media was. I well, my first job there was I had to wrap cables and label them, which was like such grunt work and I know they gave it to me to like break me in um and I did the job and it was actually quite fun in the end um I didn't realize that labeling things could be so rewarding but my first assignment like on like on location assignment um was with uh filming the ROTC at Rutgers we had to create a training video for them and the video was tough because they couldn't really give us a lot of information besides the schedule because they really only did this, I want to say, like, once or twice a month. So it's not like we could go and observe them and, like, take notes and make this huge big plan. We were just kind of, we're going to go, we're going to film it, and hopefully we get good stuff. Um, so they asked me to do this, and I said, yeah, like, I'd be happy to help. This will be a fun first assignment. And then my bosses told me, they are like, okay, cool, so it starts at 5 a.m., <laughs> And they were like, do you really want to do it? Like, you, it starts at 5 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I want to do it. I'm a good worker. I can do this. So, like, the day or two prior, the weather was uh, predicted to be, like, snow. So I was like, great. So 5 a.m. in the snow. Um, here we go. So I get up at 4.30, and our former coworker, Gina, picks me up. And I think I made her coffee or she made me coffee. Um... Because the plan was we were going to be there for five hours. Um, 
So, and Gina has a really great attitude. Like, she has, like, a go get him attitude. So, she was, like, the perfect person to do this with because it was interesting. So, we show up and it's basically, like, pitch blackout still. It's, like, 5.30 a.m. And we're packing the car and everyone has on, like, five layers of clothing at least. It's, at, it's like, probably 20 degrees that day. So, we, like, drive deep into the woods at Livingston. And we're in the middle of nowhere. And I want you to picture, like, a bunch of, like, digital media nerds working with these, like, army people who are basically in the best shape of their lives. <laughs> it's, it was really intimidating. So, we're, we're, like, lugging around this camera equipment. Meanwhile, these, like, these people are, like, jogging and exercising all around us. Meanwhile, we're, like out of breath like putting a camera on a <laughs> tripod so um justin and and ariel i think and then a former co-worker they all went off into the woods to like film the army people running and doing like modules so they were gone for hours just running around the woods and me and gina were left alone in this huge field in this huge field um and so me and gina are kind of like we have to film them doing these like modules and they do it over and over again. So we would have multiple times to f- like multiple chances to film them, which was good. But at first we were like, Oh my God, these are the toughest people we've ever met. And we are two goofballs. Um, but as we're filming, we're kind of figuring out like, yes, these are people in ROTC, but they're also college students. So they're goofing off the entire time. <laughs> And, like, they're playing games with each other. So me and Gina were, like, had to film these people doing these, like, crazy training exercises while, like, off in the background, if you move the camera an inch, you'd see people playing, like, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It ended up being a really fun day because it was basically me and Gina, like, filming these people doing these modules over and over again. So we ended up with hours of footage and we actually ended up using the footage and it was good and it was, like, a good project. But um, at the end, it was kind of, like my expectations of what the day were going to be like were wildly like different than how the day actually went. And I just had to like adapt myself to this really weird situation. And it was a happy ending because we got Taylor ham, egg and cheese sandwiches at the very end of the day. And then we, I never talked about it again because (laughs) it was such a crazy day. Sounds like a win. It was a major win. And then from then on, I think it was nice because around the office, people were like, oh, there's Finn, the crazy new person who said he would go film in the woods for five hours while it was snowing. So for a while, I think I had some office clout. Oh, yeah. That's 100% office clout. Yeah. And that's my story. (laughs) What about you, Wallace? What's your first Scarlet Media story. I can't even follow that up. I don't have... <laughs> my first story is not nearly that interesting. Um, the first on-site job I had to do, I was just really excited about it because, like, Laura was just like, oh, we need an extra hand this day, so why don't you come in? And they were filming some stuff for the business school, some, like, alumni interviews for a program that you could still be a part of after you graduated. They're like, yeah, why don't you just go help out Walker and George and um, just kind of feel it out. And I was just really excited because I was still trying to impress people at that time. And not that I stopped working hard, but I was just like, okay, let's make sure not to mess this up. So I actually wore, like, the red polo shirt that you're supposed to wear when you go on site and stuff, khaki pants and everything. And when I came to the site, just George and Chris just, not even George and Chris, George and Walker just completely relaxed, chilled out in just casual clothing. They, like, were confused at me at first. Like, why are you so dressed up? I was like, are you not supposed to wear this? They're like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> just, um, 
But it was really cool, actually, because um, we showed up really early and the people that we were interviewed were really nice. So Walker actually just took some time to teach me some stuff about lighting when it comes to interviewing subjects. Um, and then we also just got to know each other better because they were still complete strangers to me at the time. It's just, it was just a really nice, just get to know your coworkers and kind of learn some stuff on the job moment for me. That's awesome. It's so fun to like talk to coworkers and like actually like get to know them. Um, my first week at Scarlet Media was not like that. <laughs> I, because, so I'm a sophomore and I started Scarlet Media like my first semester in like December of my freshman year. And I was so nervous and I knew that I was the only freshman in the office and it terrified me and I was like, I need to make a good impression. And I'd never had like an office job before. I've only ever worked in like food. Um, so my first assignment was while I was at the front desk, I had to do this training for Premiere. Um, and it was this like six hour video that I had to like follow along with. Um, but there were no headphones at the front desk, so I couldn't hear anything. Um, but I was too scared to go into the back in front of it oh, no. get headphones. So literally my first five shifts in December, like all of December, I just sat there and like stared at the computer screen and tried to figure out what was going on because I couldn't hear it at all. And I was like, there was a point where I was talking about like sound editing and I literally just looked at the screen and just like did nothing because I was like, I have, I can't do this. Like I have no sound and the computer like wasn't turning up. So I couldn't, I needed headphones and I couldn't. It was, oh. I was so stressed about it. I was like, I'm not going to know how to use Premiere because I can't hear. And then one day I just like went to the back and I think it was Madhu back there. And she was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hi. And I literally <laughs> knew her. Like she was my fix instructor and I was still nervous. And I was like, hey, what's up? It was terrifying. And I literally was so mad at myself for like a week of winter break. Because I was like, I couldn't just walk to the back of the office, of course. Why did I do that? So that was my first week. This the first week is always so intimidating because you don't know what the wave is. Oh my god, I was so nervous. I was like, are we, is this a fun office? Are we serious? Like, what are we doing? I didn't know, but that's good. <laughs> are we a fun office? <laughs> so what are we looking forward to for this semester? Just Not even just um, with classes, with work too, like anything that everyone is excited for? Um, I think I'm excited for... Um, like, weirdly enough, meeting new people in, like, some of my classes, Um, even though it's going to be, like, hard to communicate one-on-one -on -one with people, like, one of my favorite parts of, like, university is, like, going to a class where you know absolutely no one and leaving with, like, a small group of friends that you made. Um, So I'm hoping that can still happen. Honestly, it probably can. I did go through the whole, like, you know how on Canvas there's, like, a people tab? I've gone through that for every one of my classes and just like found people that I actually follow on Instagram already. And I was like, oh, perfect. I have a friend in each class because we just follow each other. So. Oh, that's great. We're super proactive. Wait, you would, you would follow them without even like. Well, cause when I, like when I joined the Facebook group and everything for my grade, like there was all these people and we'd all just follow each other. If you had like Rutgers in your bio. Okay. So I have all these people that I literally don't know that I follow from Rutgers. So, and they're all my classes. So it works out pretty well. <laughs> that's awesome fun what about you Wallace um kind of the same thing really like a lot of people have actually been cool about forming group chats really early on in classes and just being like hey let's all use this to help each other out and um just you know stay on top of each other and communicate 
some of these classes still have group projects, so it's a cool way to like meet some people that way. Um, and just I like my classes this semester. Like I did, like I liked my classes last semester, but like, I really like my classes this semester. You're just learning about new stuff in general that I'm actually interested in. So hopefully that'll like motivate me enough to just keep doing it for the rest of the semester. Yeah, definitely. Are you in any group chats for like big lectures? Because I know that can get yeah, insane. Yeah, my intro to communication um, class has like 150, 200 people or something. Like everyone joined. They made two group chats for some reason because I guess two people wanted to be like the leaders for some reason. And just everyone's joining both and both are for some reason getting used. So I'm like, okay, oh you guys are getting muted immediately. But <laughs> um, it's still cool. It's still pretty chill. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about you, Emily? Um, I For me, it's been like talking to people that I like kind of knew, but like more now because um, we are online and we're, we can't really like go anywhere. So it's like we have to talk with each other. So I'm able to um, to, to kind of talk with them more rather than being so focused on like I have to run to my next class. Um, like we had the, the mixer. So we were kind of all in this like um, speed date thing where we kind of all talked with each other for a couple minutes. So I was able to talk with like my old classmates and they're just like catching up. It's like, oh, how's your quarantine? It's like, oh, it's been pretty good. How about you? I'm like, oh, I got a dog. And they're like, oh, let me see your dog. So most of the time it was just Bo saying hello to everybody (laughs) and making new friends for me. (laughs) That's so fun. You would think that online would make it much harder to make friends, but it seems like everyone's making new friends. It's amazing. I love it it's so good (laughs) this was fun i'm so glad that everyone's having such a good time with their first um couple weeks in the semester best of luck for the rest of it um keep those grades up we got it (laughs) um but yeah thank you for listening um and we'll see you next week Bye. bye bye thanks for listening thank you for joining us on 50 millimeter a scarlet media lens Scarlet Media is a student media team operating from Rutgers Division of Continuing Studies Media Services. To learn more about Scarlet Media, check out the Media Services website at tvstudio.rutgers.edu. We hope you'll join us next time.